0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Cooperators Viewers Couch. I'm one of your hosts, Ben, and today I'm joined, like always, for the Harry Potter franchise. It's my Hufflepuff, Gabe, and my Gryffindor, Carmen. If you didn't know, each week on the Cooperators Viewers Couch, we go through a movie or TV show of a series that we are currently watching. Right now, we are finishing up Harry Potter with Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. First directed by David Yates, a runtime of 130 minutes, which actually I think flew by, uh... It has a a shared budget, like I said last week, with part one and a box office that was really good. $1.34 billion, being the highest grossing Harry Potter film as well. I believe it was the number four most grossed movie ever at the time that it was released.
1: It wasn't that gross. I mean, I thought certain parts were kind of like, bull, (laughs) but I'm sorry.
0: Um. As of 2020, though, it is 13th on the highest-grossing films of all time. Um, And uh, it's, like I said, the highest-grossing film of the entire franchise, including the uh, newest ones for the Fantastic Beasts. Uh, I do have the other ones here, but I don't think they matter that much. But... uh, It was also, uh, it won several awards, and it was even nominated for three Academy Awards, though it didn't win any of them, but it was uh, awarded for uh, Best Art Direction, Best Makeup, and Best Visual Effects. Uh, So just before we get into everything else, I'm going to quickly run through a couple facts because there were a lot of them, uh, and I might sprinkle some in here and there while we're talking. Uh, The first one that I thought was pretty interesting was Jason Isaac, the guy who played Draco's father almost didn't sign on for the film because he was arrested and imprisoned at the end of Order of the Phoenix in the movie uh, and feared his character wouldn't get much screen time because of this so he begged J.K. Rowling to write him back into the uh, book to, uh, sorry, the script and she told him that he'd be out of prison before the end of the first chapter I guess actually this must have been the book that he asked her to write him back in so that's kind of crazy um let's see (laughs) <laughs> I, I think we're going to talk about the hug later, so I'll leave that one out. Um, the well done. R- the, the Room of Requirement that is eventually burned up uh, is filled with all the crap from all the other movies. Uh, they emptied 72 containers of old props and sets into the Room of Requirement to make up that entire pile of stuff. In there, you can actually see the night that the uh, Ron wrote in Sorcerer's Stone, as well as the Cornish Pixies, uh, that Gilderoy Lockhart, uh, let go in the Chamber of Secrets. Um, let's go, let's do two more here. Uh, by the end of the franchise, the Lightning Scar had been applied approximately 5,800 times to Radcliffe, Stunt Doubles, and Stand-Ins. And, what's the best one here? Um, Oh, let's do this one because I just talked about it. Uh, being the final, seeing the final film was nominated for three Oscars. Uh, when it failed to win, it cemented Harry Potter franchise as the one of the longest franchises at the time to never win a single Academy Award for any movie. Uh, even, but they can. Uh, the site that I got it from has a little editorializing, but they can console themselves with all the billions of dollars they made off this franchise. yeah i'm sure i'll sprinkle some more of these other ones in here because there's some actually really good ones in here and being the last movie might as well throw them in but before we do that i'd like to hear you guys' initial thoughts on the movie before we jump into the plot carmen it's
1: fine so i mean satisfying ending to the series uh slightly anticlimactic in a sense but uh it yeah it was it was fun
0: yeah gabe how about you
2: uh, I really liked it. I thought it was good. It's all it's all over now, baby.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this one. I thought that I mean, we'll go into it later, but I thought that I enjoyed it more watching it this time than I have before, which is something that I've said about a lot of these movies that I've enjoyed them, even though I didn't like them before. So um, yeah, I had a really good ride. I think that it was a great way to spend that time. And like I said, the The runtime didn't actually feel as long as it was. Uh, I found that I paused at one point and realized I was like three quarters of the way through the movie already. And I was like, oh, dang, I thought I just started this. So I think in that way, it was really good. Um, There was definitely some things that had problems and things that were really hard to explain away in my brain compared to the books. Uh, But I think they did what they could. And... I don't know if they could have done a better job than this, to be honest, on this movie. Yeah. Um, sweet. Well, that brings us to our last Harry Potter plot. Carmen, do you want to do the honors?
1: I've done, like, most of them. Yeah, that's fine. No, I got Gabe to do it.
0: Gabe? <laughs> <laughs> that- Why are you eating on has, the podcast, Has
1: Gabe, have, has Gabe done any I of do? them?
0: Yeah, he's done
2: two? Yeah, man. Fuck you. I'm still cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if not, I can always do it, too.
2: Yeah, do it, Ben. I
0: mean, I can... All right. Yeah,
2: yeah, and, uh... yeah, yeah. You started it, you finished it. All
0: maybe. right. Maybe uh, give me two... Two minutes is all you get. No, two minutes. So, yeah. oh, no, two minutes. Right. oh, man. So I'm hoping to get a little more because the last film.
1: No. It's actually shorter than some of them.
0: I know, but it's the last one. A lot of like a lot of things happen in it.
1: Yeah, I guess so. All right, two minutes on the clock. Hang on, I'm getting a call. I'm gonna decline.
0: Sorry, Karma's getting a booty call right now, and uh. I'm
1: pretty yeah. sure it's a robocall. <laughs> Apparently, um... I've gotten a call from them before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you want do you want me to answer it?
0: <laughs> no, I, I, answer. I know. Here we go. Hello. Here, right. <laughs> we can't, we you, can't
2: put, you can't put that in there. No, yeah, you gotta cut that <laughs> What were you ordering? Food?
1: It's pants and shorts. Oh, okay. That's Wait, UPS. You're
0: ordering pants and shorts?
1: Yeah.
2: I
0: don't understand. All right, Carmen, give me that two minutes.
1: All right, you got two minutes on the clock. Ready? Three, two, one, go.
0: After bearing Dobby Harry and. Talks to the grip hook, and they talk to about Lestrange's vault that they're going to go break into. Uh, grip hook agrees to help them in exchange for the sword. Uh, so they go off to the vault. Uh, they get. Discovered though, uh, and they also see that the Olga H- Hufflepuff's cup is in Bellatrix's vault. Uh, they retrieve it, but Griphook betrays them like a little jerk, uh, so they have to get away on a sweet dragon that was been tortured, uh, but it gets out and destroys the bank, which is a uh, pretty sweet ass scene. Uh, Harry also realizes that Rowena Waveclaw has uh, something to do with the last, uh, one of the last Horcruxes. Harry confronts Snape, who, uh, sorry, uh, now they get found out in. Hogsmeade, where Aberforth helps them get into Hogwarts through Ariana's portrait. Uh, Harry then confronts Snape, who flees after he duels McGonagall. Uh, Voldemort arrives with the Death Eaters, demanding Harry's given to him. A sweet fight ensues. Um, Harry has to go to the... uh, Chamber of Secrets or sorry that's uh, Ron has to go to the Chamber of Secrets and they get a Basilisk Fangs and they kill the Horcrux Cup uh in the room requirement Draco, Blaze and Goyle attack Harry but Ron and Hermione intervene uh Goyle dies because he puts Fiend Fire all over the place and burns up to death uh Harry stabs the diadem kicks it away um we then go to Voldemort who has to kill Snape because he wants to power the Elder Wand Snape gives Harry a tear with all the memories uh Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, Harry Lee learns that Snape memories are all about his mother and his father. Uh, we learn that he's actually not such a bad guy, even though it kind of is, because he's kind of a dick. Uh, he then goes into the forest, gets kill- uh, almost gets killed, goes into limbo with Dumbledore and it's like a train station, and then he learns that Dumbledore's not infallible, he goes back to life, he, they fight a final battle, uh, they kill uh, Neville, devil sweet, he kills Nagina with the sword, and then there's like a wrap up, and then he kills Voldemort, and then it's like 19 years later and they see it, his kids.
1: That was pretty good. That was really good, actually. <laughs> well
2: done. <laughs> <laughs> see, he kills him over the 19 years later and he sees his kids. That was great. <laughs> yeah, hug him? Well done. Give him a hug and say it.
0: Oh man.
1: Uh, well done <laughs> well done Ben
0: uh, that was really good
1: uh, well oh, done
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay guys oh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part 2 there are a couple scenes in here that I definitely want to talk about but I'd like to hear uh, what you guys want to talk about first
2: okay, go, go for it baby oh <laughs> um really it's just the Snape the bits uh i want i want to talk about and then just have my little say about snape okay. that's pretty much what i want to talk about how about okay. you C. baby
1: oh uh, as soon as the movie started i was like oh gringotts cool it's like we got to break into Green gringotts i was like cool Oh, there's a dragon cool and i was like, cool. So was like back to hogwarts cool so it was like just a bunch of cool stuff happening oh, nice. uh and that was yeah it was fun I'm very happy that yeah. the monsters came back in this movie mm-hmm. monsters weren't around in the last movie but then in this one they were back and they were cool monsters too
0: Yeah okay well let's just start in uh, Shell Cottage then when uh, he talks to Ollivander about the wands and the Elder Wand uh, but more so when he talks about how Draco's wand like changes allegiances to him Um, this is something that's always kind of confused me in the book why the Elder Wand changed allegiance just because Draco's other wand did like it didn't really make a lot of sense to me but uh, it was one way to I guess to explain away why Voldemort wasn't as strong as he should be and he probably was better with his uh, normal wand compared to his uh, other wand uh but this does lead us into get discovering the cup and going into gringotts which i thought had some really great visual scenes in there including the uh i guess the cart the rolling cart that was so much different from the first uh movie when we first see the gringotts carts uh, but it was really so much like a like an amusement park ride especially like when you saw in theaters uh i kind of wish that they had like imax way back then just to say that kind of thing
2: i think they did have imax back
1: then
0: what
2: i think i think i think they did have imax oh, dang. back
0: then. Uh, yeah uh, well maybe i didn't just go to imax for it i remember going to the midnight release and my car broke down that was bad oh yeah
2: oh that's that's bad <laughs> it was like
0: winter it was snowing outside and everything it was pretty rough uh but yeah, I remember going to see it in theaters on the first day, and that was pretty sweet. But yeah, I thought this part was really good. I thought that it was really funny watching the actress who played Bellatrix act like Hermione like in her movement and that mannerisms and stuff. Uh, apparently, Emma Watson acted out what she would do if she was acting like Bellatrix. So it became Bellatrix acting like Emma Watson... Who's acting like Hermione, who's acting like Bellatrix. It's like inception level of uh, getting that character right. I yeah, there's
1: few layers there. Impressive. Yeah. It's like the onion of acting.
0: hmm. Or the ogres of acting.
2: Layers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> layers. Lots of
1: oh, oh, shit. Too soon, God. Gabe. Yeah, way too <laughs> soon. Sorry. That's my bad. <laughs>
2: you uh, did that. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> I, I did that. I did that. You did that. Can, wait, I was actually wondering. I had some burgers tonight, and they were missing some red onions. Can we buy red
0: onions yet? I don't think so. I don't think we can buy red onions yet. Uh, but I might have some from the garden. Fuck twenty twenty. Uh, yeah, no doubt, right? Um, you got yeah, a fucking thought...
1: pandemic. And you can't eat onions. <laughs> this fucking sucks.
0: I thought it was a pretty good uh, scene overall. Um, I thought that, like, kind of the post after they escaped, where Voldemort comes in and like kind of kills everyone, was less visually attractive. Like, I think they could have shot that a little better. That was a little less jarring. Uh, but still gotten kind of the point across that he was pissed, uh, and killing everybody. But it was, like, there's a lot of flashes of, like, just showing people dying, like, left and right without, like, kind of showing him doing it. Which I thought was kind of a weird way to shoot that. I think I noticed that quite a bit with David Yates, is that a lot of his shots are taken like, take this weird turn compared to everything else that happened. Um, even, like, other battles and stuff that have happened uh... Harry Potter. I don't know if you guys noticed that at all.
2: No, I didn't notice that. I was wondering, is that the same dragon? As? From uh Lobby of Fire?
0: No, it's not. So, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a Hungarian hardtail. But in the movie, they call it a Ukrainian iron belly. Oh. And the only reason I know that is because I watched this movie with subtitles on this time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird how like these dragons have like names of uh you know countries that have existed only in the past like 200 300 years you know what i mean like weren't dragons around like in ancient times and shit?
0: yeah but i guess we have like canadian beavers and canadian moose
1: yeah it, why i mean you don't call
0: them that
1: but also, like you know, we discovered them then. Like, haven't dragons been discovered like for like millennia before that?
0: Yeah, but then what about like African, like what African guards garter snakes or something? I know there's there's certain animals that just have countries in their names, right? Just etymology, whatever that's called.
2: I don't know, man. I don't maybe know. Maybe they I'm had other names before
0: that. that too. And they just got renamed when like got countries, and they realized that mostly they. Iron Belly Dragon is from there, right?
1: Well, how long has Ukraine been around for? I don't
0: know. Long time.
2: Long time, man. Bite your head really? off. Really? No. I don't know. I actually don't know.
0: Um, One thing that definitely did bother me about the movies, though, uh, I know that's kind of going off of, because I also read the books, is the way that he finds out about the Horcruxes, that he can hear them and stuff, that's never, that's not a thing in the books, so it's kind of a weird way to, like, Get them from place to place in a shorter amount of time, like him just seeing the diadem or just seeing it like in his brain, like, oh, this is like the person you have to go talk to, right? I thought that was kind of a weird way to push the story forward, uh, rather than kind of doing it in a more succinct, natural way. It's kind of
2: just,
1: I thinking... liked it. I, I like the sound design of the core correctness, I thought that was really cool. Mm, I noticed yeah, it more in this cool. one,
2: yeah. I liked I like the. I liked how they kind of introduced them, but again, I didn't read the books, right? Yeah,
0: so. and that's the that's the other problem when I'm going through these, right? Because I can't have to compare, or I do compare a lot of the stuff to the books and seeing like how well some of the stuff was done. But then I also realized that these books are hundreds of pages long instead of twenty minutes. <laughs> so, right. Um, right. Yeah. So I guess the next part uh, would be going into Hogsmeade, and we meet Aberforth Dumbledore. Who uh is Brother. Actually, should have been introduced or the actor and stuff should have been introduced in the fifth book because when they go and have their first DA meeting, it's actually at his bar. Um One thing that I really thought that they should have added into the movies is there's so much backstory with Aberforth and Ariana and Doubledore and Grindelwald. Um there's like this whole it's like a huge chapter Call it the Life and Lies of Dub- uh, Albus Dumbledore uh, which is Reed Skier's book but it kind of goes into like their backstory and like them growing up and H- Albus like, looking for power so he actually like goes after the Deathly Hollows and that's how he got introduced to them but he goes in like we need to take over the Muggles when he first mm. started so he wasn't actually he did it for certain reasons but he wasn't a great guy when it came to that either uh, mm. and then he had a duel or uh, an Dumbledore, uh, Albus, Dumbledore and Grindelwald had like a three-way fight that ended with Ariana dying. So it's like the way, like what he's saying makes a lot of sense if you kind of know the backstory to it, but I feel like it was kind of just thrown in there as a side uh, and it might have even better, better not to have it at all in the movie. I'm not sure how you guys thought about like that scene when he's talking and like talks about Ariana and that Dumbledore never had time for and that kind of thing.
2: For me, I just, like, I... Yeah, sorry, you go.
0: No,
1: you go.
2: I was just gonna say, it just made me really excited for watching Fantastic Beasts again. And then, it made me think, like, I can't remember. Is he gay? Is he not gay? He is. I don't remember.
0: Well, uh, Dumbledore was gay. Dumbledore's gay. Better question is, does
1: it matter?
2: No. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Oh. Okay. Why? Why does it matter that he's gay?
0: Yeah. That's his business.
2: It's like it's also repres yeah, representation's one. I mean, you'd name me a book that doesn't have a, a heterosexual character. Yeah,
1: it's fair. That's fair. I guess like the fact that like he's gay doesn't seem to impact the story at all because this he's like a supporting character without any love interests.
2: Yeah. Perhaps perhaps. Maybe for Fantastic Beasts.
1: Oh, okay. I haven't watched that one.
2: Mm-hmm. I, hey, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, right on. But yeah, so I think that it would have been nice to like kind of dive into that. I know that it would have probably taken a lot of time to kind of dive into that, but mm-hmm. it was such like a character moment for Dumbledore, learning about him and like making it makes like kind of the train scene a little more emotional uh, because more of that's explained from Dumbledore's side of it. Um, mm-hmm. And just like it's such a powerful moment in the books that I wish they had put it in here because we kind of we as much as like Karma said, he's a side character. He, we do kind of grow with Dumbledore as well from like this right. kind of figure that's kind of off to the side to like a fatherly figure to like kind of guiding Harry into what's going to be maybe like his death. Right. So like you kind of see it through that, like him leading him into like really his death and not actually knowing if Sarah- Harry will survive. From it all, and like Snape says, leading him like to a uh, lamb to slaughter, right? Just right. So you could kind of tell that Dumbledore always had his own agenda with things, but he was hoping for the best, right?
2: Uh, Can you repeat think... that again? Though that he's leading him to his death.
0: He's leading to him to his death.
2: Yes, this is a good teaser for my thing later. That's all. <laughs>
1: I don't think it really matters, that, like, I mean, if we see that part, because, yeah, I mean, you, you already established, we already got established that Dumbledore is kind of a dick, because he's, you know, as as you just said, leading Harry to his death, so it's like, you know, his brother being like, oh, you don't know Dumbledore, he might be a, a dick, that's, like, foreshadowing that part. Yeah. And also, yeah. the movie's called Harry Potter and the fucking shit, or whatever, not Dumbledore and the Harry Potter and the fucking shit. should have been. So. <laughs>
2: I though I agree with Ben though I do think like and you too Carmen to a certain extent but like yeah it's not named after him he's not an integral piece but he also you do grow with him as this you know mentor figure so I I, I was okay with it I liked it I liked I liked learning more mm-hmm. I'm always down for more mythology
0: yeah there's a lot
1: yeah um, but you got like already a two hour more than two hour runtime you got to... that's
0: true. Well, Lord of the Rings had like a four-hour runtime. Come on.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we all we all know how often people like to watch those movies. Every day. Well, some people do, I guess. That's
0: true. Um, all right. So, uh, from the scene with Albus, I guess we can move on to, uh, going into the school. This battle Ooh. was awesome, like so awesome. Starting with like McGonagall's fight with Snape. Which was sweet by itself, but like moving into like her making all the statues come alive, making that dome, Uh, the scene with Neville where these like we can blow up the bridge and like stuff. Like I thought every piece of like the pre-battle and then the battle itself were just amazing. Like some of the best, well done scenes in the entire franchise.
2: At least. Yeah, that's well. It was well done. It was very well done.
1: Um, I like to see the lighter side of McGonagall being like I've always wanted to use that spell
0: <laughs> yeah
1: also w- was Ron's mom a professor there?
0: no So all I'm pretty the, sure uh, she was there she was there so all of the uh, Order of the Phoenix members came after so they came into the hall right before uh, Snape's mm-hmm. duel with McGonagall oh okay including like uh, Kingsley and Arthur Weasley and Tonks and Lupin um One thing that I did like in the battle that they didn't change was some of the key deaths that happened in the book. So that's like Tonks, that's Lupin, that's um, Fred Weasley and uh, Lavender Brown. So Ron's ex-girlfriend gets killed by Fenrir Greyback, which is pretty brutal because he's not actually a werewolf at that point. He's just like a human and it like rips out her throat, which is like kind of gross.
1: Her Gruber style.
0: Yeah. Does it
2: say he does that?
0: Yeah, so in the books, uh, he does attack her, and uh, it says in the books that she was feebly stirring after the attack, uh, but she is confirmed that she did die.
2: Oh, I meant like her throat was ripped out.
0: Oh no, it just says that he like, like, bit into her and stuff. I don't think she actually oh, said throat ripped out.
1: Ben's just adding some MacGruber flavor in there.
0: Yeah,
2: I like the MacGruber flavor. That was that was hot.
0: Groober,
2: Last time I saw you, you ripped out (laughs) someone's throat and then you ate their blood.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Last time Uh I saw you, you only have M60 to one out of a grenade launcher the other. (laughs) (laughs) Son of a bitch, Uh I'm in.
2: Uh oh, I know that (laughs) (laughs) luck.
1: I gotta watch the movie again. Oh (laughs) jeez.
2: I do not want to watch that movie again. Especially the cemetery scene.
1: I don't remember that scene. All right.
0: It. So, uh, from here we... I guess we can talk a little bit about the rumor crime. There's not much to talk about here. They get the stuff. There's the fire suite, like, as it engulfs everything. Um mm, uh, Yeah. A small change from the book here is that, uh, the fire actually destroyed the Horcrux because it was, like, one of the substances that could kill it. Um mm. uh, Whereas this one, they kind of stab it. I don't think that mattered that much. Um. Uh, but, right. uh, Zabini is actually in here with, uh, Goyle and... Uh, Draco, because the actor who played Crab was arrested. He was in jail at this point.
2: Um, like what you're telling me is a lot of people were arrested
0: before this film. No, just done. him. Well, what about what's his picture? So, well, was Malfoy's you know, character was character arrested. Character was arrested. Uh, Crab, the actual actor, was arrested for participating in the London riots in
2: 2011.
1: So Jason Isaacs was fine. Yeah. He wasn't put in prison. No. Oh,
0: I thought Malfoy was, he was he put in prison. Malfoy. And he Malfoy to... was like,
1: yeah. "Let me out."
0: Yeah.
1: Or let him let out. "Let me out." "Free the Malfoy."
0: "Free the Malfoy." Um Yeah, I mean there's not much to say about the room crime. I thought it was kind of cool scene, but like nothing too special. The fire was cool. I liked how they turned into like all the different beasts and then eventually into like Voldemort's face. Mm. Um the really wavering claw stuff was kinda of weird too, just like how she told him about it all. But when she got angry, yeah. that was that was scary.
2: scary I, I like I thought Carrie, Kelly McDonald did a very good job in that role. I, I liked seeing her do it. I was I'm always I'm always kinda of surprised with like cameos like that because I always think like I guess they could have just got anyone to do it. But mm-hmm. but I mean to get her was pretty good.
0: I good. think uh, Kate Winslet was actually offered the role but her agent said no she didn't, he, the agent didn't even give it to her to like consider because he, he was like every British actor is in this film franchise she's gonna be in divergent instead what a mistake that was a bad film um yeah, yeah. yeah other than that I think again the battle I thought it was very very cool very interesting uh, very well shot um. Then we get kind of that small lull where we go into Snape's uh, death, which is super rough. God, it was rough to, like, see, like, from behind, too, like, what they were seeing, like, him getting knocked against the wall with, like, the power of the snake ripping into him. Like, that was pretty... That was pretty graphic. It was
2: intense. <laughs> My lord. <laughs> oh, it had uh, to happen,
0: though. Oh, yeah, it had to happen, because that's how it happens in the book, except it's even more brutal in the book. Well, like a, I mean, like... A magical yeah. cage that he, like... He drops, like, this magical cage onto Snape's head with the snake inside, and then it does the exact same thing. But, like, he can't move. It's it's pretty intense. Uh, yeah. And we get the tear, which is, uh, I guessing this is where you want to talk about uh, Snape a little bit more. Uh, as we learn about Snape's history with Harry's mom. Um, I got notes. Yeah, I, I mean I'm gonna let you go first, and I, maybe I can talk about it after about my thoughts on it. Cause uh, oh jeez, he's got a lot of notes, folks. He's got a lot of notes. I don't. Those think are receipts those are from Home
1: Depot. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? You bought an air conditioner? You didn't tell me.
2: Oh, you are damn right I did. <laughs> yeah.
1: Home Depot. Okay,
2: well, so the first thing I'd like to acknowledge is that I want to acknowledge the, this uh, video um, from this YouTube channel called Podiverse, and it's titled All all the times Severus Snape protected Harry Potter. And I want to use that as like my, it's going to be the basis of a lot of my evidence and then kind of coming up with my thesis that arguably Snape is the best character in this series. That's my thesis. My thesis is that based upon the following. Right from the beginning of this film, Snape has always had Harry's back. And whether or not we knew, he, he continuously did it. And he did it like I'm not here to I'm not here to argue that his motives weren't fucked because maybe they were a little bit based upon the fact that like he's doing it because he was in love with Lily. But I I, I maybe at a later point in time, I might like to unpack that and, and say maybe there's something more to it than that. And it's beyond that type of love. It's, it's actually something that's so selfless. But anyways so we know that he was the one in charge of protecting Harry from Quill with the whole, you know you know what I'm talking about you can't see you uh, can't Either see my quill? hand right now because we're doing a podcast, but yeah when he's on the broom and shit, he's trying to protect him with the spell Quirrel. and stuff, yeah, Quirrel. Yeah, that's it, Quill I said Quill, I don't know why I said Quill I'm thinking, yeah. wrong wrong franchise look up no, Squares,
1: Star Space or whatever it is,
2: yeah, Star-Lord. <laughs> is just...
1: oh yeah, that's the one <laughs>
2: The other thing too is oh, Lord. Snape is also the first person to teach Harry how to protect himself. He t- teaches him the defense spell. Do you know which one it is, Carmen?
1: Uh, t- Decoculus.
2: It's not Decoculus.
1: <laughs> Expelliarmus.
2: It's Experi- yeah, yeah, it's that one. I can't pronounce Expelliarmus. It. In the film, I'm not, I don't know if it's in the book. I'm just saying in the film. That's also the other thing I want to talk about, too. I'm just judging this off of the film, not the book.
0: Wait, when but did in he the teach film, you how to do Expelliarmus? He shows him when they're doing the duel with Lockhart. Oh, well, so he shows everybody. He doesn't just
2: yeah, show everybody. But yeah, but he knows that he's in there, right? He knows he's in there. He's the one that's volunteering first. He shows him that. That's the same motherfucking spell that he uses to duel Voldemort.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Boom. Number three.
0: I don't um, know if that was really a boom worthy I think that was kind of a, a side point Because he didn't just okay. teach Harry that
2: So in the film When we're at I think we're now at Prisoner of Azkaban When Lupin goes all like Gabe and he turns into a wolf man
1: He goes all Gabe? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Because he goes I am it's It's Uh oh Oh
1: Oh shit! All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh jeez.
0: All right, keep going, Gabe. We got a lot okay. of dead hair here. Okay, sorry.
1: More like a what wolf? Am I right?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, he definitely you saved them. That the was good. Ca- yeah, but you
2: can see in the angles like he's doing, even though Harry was such a dick to him then. Like he sees, like he gets them all behind him, and Snape is just like, whatever, Lupin, eat me. So I think
0: that's kind of cool. Yeah, oh, I'll give you that one.
2: It. Um, And then, the sword in the lake, and switching out the swords in the bank vault. That's all him, and it's his Patronus
0: mm-hmm.
2: that shows where it is.
0: Yeah, that one's big too.
2: Number five, the Elder Wand. Before he's dying, he's fucking he's honeypotting. He's fucking, he's fucking honeydicking Voldemort telling him it the wand belongs to him when Snape knows it doesn't. He knows it doesn't. He knows. And he's honey dicking him. Well, kind he of. Says so, he assures him that, it disor- that it, the wand is his. I feel like Snape knows how disarming spells work. I feel like he knows. No, because
0: not many people know about the wand lore stuff. So that's kind of a weird fact even in the books. Um, So the whole point of Snape killing... Dumbledore was it supposed to be he was killing him off as like an agreed thing so it wasn't like a, a win. So if he killed mm. Dumbledore, it was supposed to lose its power completely. But because mm. Draco did that thing, like he disarmed him, Draco got the power right. even though he didn't know. It's it's really weird cuz like not always disarming someone actually transfers power and stuff too. What it was like all the wands of all the people in that like defense club would have like been changing alliances all over the place. So it's kind of a weird thing that she almost threw in just to try and explain this one thing um but no I know I know what you mean though like he still planned with Dumbledore to like get rid of the power I, from this thing so Voldemort couldn't
2: have yeah it. well be, yeah those are things I don't know but yeah. I just feel like he was stalling it out mm-hmm, for as for long sure. as he could even to die yeah and he, he ends up losing his life and then my last piece is like every day because this film takes course over like however many years of, of school but every day that son of a bitch put his life on the line for him mhm Every day he did it. All for him. And that's what he meant when he said always. Every day.
0: Well, he didn't he do did it, it, but he's not doing it for Harry, right? All day. All day! He's doing it for for Lily, right? Um, So, yeah, I, I'd like to come against some of those. So, for Snape, some of it, definitely, like, when he jumped in front of the werewolf, like, that's huge. I think that definitely shows that he was trying to protect Harry and the kids. Um... But at the same time, Snape Snape caused the problem in the first place. He's the one who told Voldemort about the uh, the prophecy that led Voldemort to kill, kill Lily and James and Harry, or try to kill Harry. Uh, mm. He also tried to bargain with Voldemort to let Lily live, and he would give them the other two. So he was like, oh yeah, if you can just leave Lily alive, you can kill the other two, no problem. So, right. There was,
2: which is I mean, not; it's just in the books, not in the film, right? No,
0: yeah, and that's the problem. Is that again? I'm going off of in the films. I think he, you're totally right. I think that he does like so many good things for Harry. I just think that because the book kind of seeps into my understanding of all this, it kind of makes that connection less so. Yeah, which is why yeah. I've always kind of been anti-Snape because like he created the problem. I don't think he should get a lot of props for like helping to solve that same problem.
2: Yeah uh I, yeah i feel like for me though based off of the films not only i feel like snape's character is one of the one of the most oh yeah if not underrated one of the strongest in terms of seeing their arc completely shift mm-hmm. in a way that the audience doesn't even realize because oh, yeah. what i've noticed is in the films 1 to about 5 i guess We have these like oh here's the twist
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and i feel like this is the longest oh here's the twist that we don't even realize until the very end yeah and that i don't want to go into author intent um or assume or try and guess what she was thinking but i just feel like to do that type of a long game is that's 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 thinking that i can't do
0: yeah and it's really crazy in in one of the facts that i read uh she actually told alan rickman when they started filming the first movie that alan rickman was not a bad guy so snape wasn't a bad guy and that he was in love with harry's mother he was Uh always going to be in love with harry's mother so he actually if you watch you can actually see the way that it plays out too and like how he talks about them and all that kind of stuff Mm. Uh, and you can kind of it's it's really subtle in a lot of cases, but sometimes like you can actually see it and you're like, damn, Alan Rickman, you are a good actor because no yeah. one else knew. He was the only one that she told uh, before it. Mm-hmm. And whenever people asked about like the character and like how he felt about the, m- the other characters, he was always like, no, no, no. I'd- he hated Lily. He hated all of them. And then yeah. this came out and you're like, damn, you kept that secret yeah, did- for like a long ass time.
2: Yeah, he did a good job with it. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, no, I agree in the yeah the, the movies for sure. Uh, I think he's definitely yeah one of the that's most just underrated characters. Yeah,
2: that's one of the things that kind of like I thought about, it and it came to my mind as we start watching them more and more, and just realizing that like he, I mean, can you imagine being put in a position where you have to like your your one of your closest friends tells you you're gonna it's got to be you you're you got to be the one to kill me? Yeah, and it's like oh, I guess, I guess so. Fuck and after all the loss that he's had to lose someone that he loves and then to lose a close friend and and then then to have this person that reminds him of the person that he's been in love with every day sees this person every day and then have this person be like i hate you i don't like you Mm -hmm. and to him to keep it up those appearances so that he can protect this guy i just think that's like again based on from what I've seen in the film that's just it's such a good long game but it also shows such prowess of the acting and also overall character change Carmen? also
0: that that uh, when the in the memory when he said like when they have a conversation about leading Harry after he had been protecting him for years putting his life on the line all this kind of stuff leading mm. him to his own death like keeping him alive for no other reason than to have him die at the right time mm. like that mm-hmm. You can see in his face, like, how destroyed he is, really, that Dumbledore would do that to him. Yeah. Yeah. Carmen, what do you think about Snape?
1: Yeah, the Pensieve scene fucked me up. I was like, oh, shit. And, uh, yeah, like, the part when Dumbledore's like, he, the boy has her eyes, Snape. And then, like, he's yeah. like, always. I was like, oh, goddamn.
2: Yeah, yeah cool. that fucked me up, too. I started yeah. crying. I started crying right there. I started crying when he started telling um Dumbledore that he's going to try and kill her mm-hmm. you got to get him out of there you got to protect them yeah and i was like oh fuck he fucking yeah. it doesn't matter it does, that's the thing that's such a love like he he doesn't even care that she's with someone else he just wants her to be safe mm-hmm. oh i'm gonna start crying
1: yeah it was, it was cool storytelling i like that like they had that whole flashback part so that you get to see that exposition Or the that like that the character development, and at the same time you also get uh, decent information about how, uh, relevant information about how Harry needs to fight Voldemort or die against Voldemort Mm -hmm. in order for him to be killable.
0: Yeah, so it was good. Yeah, I thought it was really good. One thing the flashback that they had uh, uh, said though is that there's a big part with Petunia, uh, and you can you learn why she hates magic so much is because Lily has magic and she doesn't, and she, like, even sends a letter to Dumbledore asking to, like, come to the school anyways. Uh, but he says, like, in a really nice letter saying that he can't let her and all that kind of stuff, and then she ends up calling like, uh, Lily, like, a freak and stuff to, like, try and mm. take her down a notch, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Andrew, yeah, sorry, inter- Gabe.
2: Go no, ahead. I was just gonna say two really out-there things to think about that I wanna address. Um... <laughs> The Theory number one is. um, I'm actually wearing a shirt. What? What? You're actually wearing a shirt. Number two is. Number one is um, the Deathly Hallow Brothers. So here's my out there thing I feel like Snape is one of the brothers. And I think he's one of the brothers because he mourns Lily the way that that one who has the resurrection stone mourns. Hmm. I'm saying metaphorically. Yeah, I'm not saying actually. I don't think
0: that's how it actually works, but yeah, that makes sense. I feel like um,
2: Harry is the one that's wearing the cloak, and Voldemort is the one with the wand. Mm -hmm. He's the one that doesn't want to be beat. Oh, definitely. And Dumbledore, say that line again, Ben. What happens? He keeps leading him to his
0: the lamb to slaughter.
2: Like, he's leading him to death?
0: Yeah. he Like, he's supposed so, to be the Grim Reaper.
2: Dumbledore's the Grim Reaper.
0: Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I'm not sure about Dumbledore being the Grim Reaper part, but I actually know that makes sense, too. Because uh, technically...
2: I'll be honest with you, I'll be honest with you, I feel like someone else has already thought of that, too. Probably.
0: But he actually... He, and he does give Harry the cloak, technically. And he does yeah. give Voldemort the wand, technically. <laughs> the
2: only one who doesn't does, get the thing I mean, is the... And, uh, well he does though. He gives he gives he gives Snape Harry. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, okay. And then the other one that I read about, which I think is a real deep reach, but I kinda like it, is the first words that Snape says to Harry is the Asvidel thing. The, mm-hmm. you know, what do you what do you And so Asvidel is a type of lily
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then translated uh it's my regrets to follow you to the grave. Oh damn!
0: Wow, that's a. Major I don't. I think it's.
2: A, I think it's a deep. I think it's a deep reach because I don't know if that was intentional or just a happy coincidence.
0: But I'm sure it was. Go. She was really good about like she kind of <laughs> knew what was going to happen. Gave probably, out, right? Uh, I really like the theory about like the three brothers because like you even get the two that die. One, like with uh Snape dying, that he was like still in love with her and like thinking about her as he was dying and like doing things to protect something of hers. Voldemort thinking he was invincible with the wand, but he wasn't. And then mm-hmm. Harry, like, using the cloak all the time to, like, live life normally. Well, normally, quote-unquote. Uh, but also probably getting to live until he just normally dies, and then he's going to accept death with open arms, right? As he does when he walks into uh, uh, Voldemort, right? He's accepting his death, and he's walking with death as equals. So I think that's a really cool theory, game. I think you're muted. So I yeah, you're muted. Any. Game. Yeah, couldn't hear you yet.
2: Oh, my fucking headphones. How about now?
0: Yep. Yeah, you're back. You're Good now.
2: I said I'm sure if you can mute if you <laughs> if you can mute it. I'm sure if you could Google it, you could probably find it. I, oh, I'm probably. pretty sure I'm not original in that thinking.
1: The music when Voldemort died was weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> when he actually dies, it was also kind of like, oh, okay, is that it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess Didn't there go out just... with a bang. No. You. Uh, same with uh Bellatrix. Like I liked the duel with uh, Molly Weasley, uh, and like that yeah. line, like, "Not my daughter, you bitch." Was a great line. Uh, but that one seems so much more grandiose than Voldemort dying which you think would have been like should have been the thing like it should they should have shot it like it was in the books like he was supposed to be in the great hall protecting people as Voldemort was trying to kill people and then they have this giant duel in the middle of the great hall with everybody just watching around just to see who comes out on top um and like there's a huge speech and stuff in the book that would have been great to have um
1: Speaking of people yeah. coming on top, how about Draco's mom? Am I right? I hate you so much.
2: Oh, Carmen, you don't talk about Draco's mom.
0: Every time. God damn Every it.
1: Every time. <laughs> no, nah, but seriously, like, what's up with the Malfoys? They're like, oh, yeah, we're down for some fascism. And then, like, oh, wait, Draco has to do something? Oh, wait, I nah, yeah, never mind. We're out. <laughs> Forget about it.
2: Basically. Welcome to rich people, Carmen. <laughs> I think part of the My problem, offspring too, is have that... to do something? No. We're out.
0: I think part of the problem too was that they they had lost all the respect as well as status within the organization as a whole, right? Like his father was treating. Speaking of holes, stuff. Uh, how about Reginald?
2: No. No. <laughs> uh, Honestly, though, subtly, it is quite the commentary on rich families during times of revolution, where they like where they don't even realize. That like, what they're having or what they're supporting isn't what they want, and so they bail. Because they can't afford to bail.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm looking at you, Cuba. I'm looking at you, Venezuela. That's it.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that it's just... Good. it's It was a weird thing to put it so it was just the two of them outside. I thought that was a really bad choice. I, they should have done it in the hall, just like in the book. It should have been this big scene where Harry was finally defeating Voldemort and not hiding behind anyone, but coming like and facing him face on, Harry on in front of everybody, and just having this. There's this great moment that in the book that Harry's like, "Tom, you need to have a little remorse. You need to have something, or your soul is just gonna be gone." And he's just like, "I don't care." Blah blah blah, and then you like and they fight <laughs> and he dies, but. It's such a moment of, like, you need to somehow redeem yourself because as much as you've done, everyone is somewhat redeemable, even though, obviously, if you don't die here, you're going to get shoved into a prison for the rest of your life. But, like, just one of those, like, kind of weird moments that it was just like, all right, well, they were outside and it was just the two of them. And then he died really randomly and turned into, like, dust. That was it. So yeah, I agree. Very anticlimactic, uh, for that kind of fight. But I did like that uh, Neville comes out and like slashes off uh, the snake's head right before it like attacks Ron and Hermione. Neville's a boss. That was
1: cool. Mm. It's cool. Yeah, it's good. It's a good moment.
0: Yeah, uh, I liked it. Yeah, after that, I mean, he breaks the outer Wand. He snaps in half. Um, not what happens in the book. <laughs>
1: I will break him.
0: But probably a better way to do it than they did in the book. So in the book, he actually repairs his own wand with that wand. And then he puts the wand back in Dumbledore's grave.
2: Oh, shit.
0: Yeah. And then, but in this one, he breaks it. I'm like, man, that's such a better idea. Just snap it so no one can use it ever again. But, um, uh, yeah, so. But he he fixes his own wand with it, which was supposed to be impossible. But, you know, Elder Wand can do anything. Uh... But I did like that one moment where Ron's like, "What are we gonna do with it?" When mm. they're talking about the wand, I'm like, "Damn, Ron, you want some power, don't you? I want to I take mean, over a little bit?"
2: He's got he's 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 got a lot of, he's got a lot of respect now.
0: Yeah, but yeah, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know I don't I don't know if I get that game, but
1: <laughs> what's re- what respect does he have?
0: <laughs> he killed someone.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? That's oh, a year respect. That is fuck. Yeah. Although Wait, I did
2: who, who did he kill? I can't breathe. I don't know. Who, I assume kill. I assumed he did. He must have. Seen no, he didn't something. kill anybody. He must have seen some shit. He looked like he's somebody. got the face Well he's he watched, got the face of someone that's done it.
0: He watched oh, his brother die, which is pretty rough.
1: <laughs> I mean I, I did think that he was like good this movie, like he, he he was a good supporting character and like Hermione seemed like genuinely impressed that he was like not just being, and he's like hey oh, yeah, you said that once and she's like oh yeah I did brilliant and then he's just like yeah uh, I'm wrong. I can do stuff now and she's like oh right perfect
0: and the random kiss and all that disgusting sewer water
2: that was dope oh, oh
0: that was so gross was the, yeah. the sewer water going all over them. <laughs> guys that had like dead snakes and rats and shit in it and probably yeah, the how much
1: they love each other
0: the pl- oh, oh. can you nah, imagine for how bad they probably bad. smell when they <laughs> went upstairs and no one said anything Probably like I mean, guys you smell like shit well we were just uh we just did get hit by a bunch of shit and then make out so
1: uh i'm mean, life and death scenario you don't maybe you don't think about oh you don't smell like axe body spray anymore
2: it reminds me of that scene in dogma if it's the end of the world we're having sex and then they <laughs> cut...
0: <laughs> yeah there you go oh geez <laughs> um but yeah, no, I thought the, well done, it was Carmen. a very cool scene, but I was just like, oh, that'd be so disgusting. That's the plumbing for the entire school in there. Perfect. Gross. Again, it's an aphrodisiac, right? I guess...
2: Uh...
1: <laughs> uh, where were you from oh. Germany? Jesus.
0: All right. Um... Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. That's
1: okay, I can say that.
0: Um i guess we can talk about <laughs> oh, we kind of skipped over it but talk about the uh limbo scene so he's in like King yeah Fox. i thought that was really yeah cool, like the all what yeah.
1: there was no party scene where they're doing limbo uh
0: yeah oh, I saw
1: the extended scenes oh sh- oh shit i didn't see those scenes
0: yeah sorry man i didn't send you who, that version
1: who went the lowest
0: oh you know it was dumbledore oh nice yeah you know oh, he was like kidding. he <laughs> what? what what was that
2: <laughs>
0: that's a carmen joke <laughs>
2: I know. He hadn't done one for a while.
0: The so. Limbo scene
1: was reminded me of that scene in uh Avengers.
2: Which one? Yeah, which one? Did
1: you do it? Yes. <laughs> that part.
2: I know
0: of what you speak.
1: I yeah. don't. I'm I'm confused. The part with Gamora and Thanos.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Like the uh again limbo scene that he has. I get it. Yeah. yeah uh yeah i i thought that was like pretty good i like that you kind of again you get to see a little bit of the mm-hmm. overall plan of dumbledore and like him like being like thank god this worked <laughs> but mm-hmm. also being like mm-hmm. you you don't have to go back like he's like you can choose to go back or not right and that it right. was like you can go see your family you can go see uh lupin and all these people again that you that you love or mm-hmm. but then he's like but Voldemort has the Elder Wand and he has like there's still Horcruxes left and like I, I need to go back and do something and you're like damn that is like definitely the hero's journey like this is like how the hero's yeah. journey ends right that
2: right. you need
0: to choose to live in order to save everyone else even though maybe it, he would have liked going to see his parents <laughs> maybe he would have gone mm-hmm. like to Wizard Heaven yeah but yeah,
2: I have wanted to go there once
0: to Wizard Heaven.
2: Yeah, I hear it's pretty pretty ballin'.
0: Yeah, probably. You can drink
2: two bottles of champagne and not and get eat drunk. all the Krispy Kreme donuts you want.
0: Champagne. Dang,
2: champagne!
0: I was gonna say nothing but butter beer and uh, fizzing what Would you call me a fizzing whisby? Uh, yeah, that's why. I, I mean, I if
1: said. if there is such a thing as Wizard Heaven or whatever, why isn't everyone just committing suicide then? Mm. Why is not uh, Harry get oh, back? No.
2: He's like, guys, guess what? Whoa, Let's all commit to and go to the whoa, afterlife. Oh, I mean, in, I didn't say that.
1: There's a lot of questions whoa. that get raised when you bring up the, that fact. But, uh, I mean, you, you I think you do did, detach did some with the hero's journey because part of yeah, that I is going to the land of the dead and then coming back.
0: Yeah, that's right. And a lot of, like, also known as... Norse mythology and Greek mythology and Roman also... mythology.
2: <laughs> Damn. Also known as my trash. Am I right?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> what? what? the fuck? <laughs> Is Wait, that you like you throw food in the garbage, and you're later you're like, oh, I'm I'm pretty hungry. Oh, there's no food in the thing. Oh, I got some food in that garbage. We can just reach down there.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Your the garbage goes back for the dead. Is that what you're saying? Oh, it's
2: the land of the dead?
1: Oh. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Oh I thought you
0: were like you returning to like a, a piece of like. Like an apple that you threw half of it out.
2: Yeah, I also thought that. <laughs> oh, sometimes I'll bring it back and eat it. I yeah, <laughs> oh, no. the... <laughs> oh, I missed a bite there. <laughs> I call the big one tasty. Oh, oh,
0: gross. oh not good.
1: Yeah, what well, exactly?
0: That's,
1: <laughs> that's what the hero's journey, as defined by Joseph Campbell, is. Uh, because I mean, he based on all those other mythologies that you talked about there, Ben.
2: Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, that guy does a riveting three hours. Three hour
1: documentary. Oh yeah, is there one?
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's him and his friend and they just sit across from each other talking for three hours about the other. Oh
1: shit, that is a that is a fucking raw doc. That's as raw as it gets. Let's be,
0: let's be, let's be honest though, guys. If we were gonna do a documentary, that's exactly how we would do it.
1: No, you at least edit on the part like... when UPS calls me.
0: <laughs> well, I gotta do that anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'd have like a bunch I of beers, and like, by the end, we'd all be drunk, but still talking about the thing. Man,
2: that is a raw dog
0: Yeah.
1: No uh, raw doc. Doc. That's
0: what I said.
1: Oh, I thought you said dog. Raw said dog. dog.
0: he was talking about raw (laughs) dogs Um, All right, and I guess then we get to the (laughs) final scene we are on the final scene of this franchise 19 years later Harry and Ginny Weasley old I mean Harry, Ginny Weasley Ron and Hermione all old Draco with his wife who's actually was a stunt double uh, on the film that uh, the actor who Tom Felton was dating at the time uh he convinced her to be the wife in the scene.
2: Uh, Wait so time out I didn't see him is he in it I yeah. didn't see that part
0: he's in the 19 years later it's just like a you get you see him with his kid. whoa, I did not see that um uh, also, I don't know how Draco was able to not go to jail. He was instrumental in the killing of Abel's Dumbledore. and you know <laughs> well, I mean he did he didn't do it nobody disarmed Dude. him and was going to and they like brought Plus, the people in to do it so he would at least have like a what uh conspiracy and accessory, accessory to murder oh man that's rough uh or manslaughter i guess cuz i i guess it wasn't technically murder um so this was i thought this was done well i think i i like that they didn't bring in new actors i like that they just kind of made these actors look older even if it was a little bit rough <laughs> Uh, I think that Harry did not look great as an old man. <laughs> um, Hermione looked okay. Ron also didn't look great. Ginny, I thought, looked the worst though. I don't think they did oh. like, old makeup on them, some of them. But hard uh, to hate people. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's. I know she put it in here just to like basically be like, nope, uh, we are now in the future, and nothing else happens, and I don't need to write more books kind of what I saw this 19 years later thing as, even though right. they made the play about the time right after this. But
2: Yeah, what happens in
0: that? Oh, it's so bad. Nothing happens. Oh. It's, it's,
1: it's, it's, well, it's like alternate futures. It's like Back to the Future meets Harry Potter, baby.
0: Yeah, basically that is exactly <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you read it, Carmen?
1: No, I read the Wikipedia synopsis.
0: Oh, yeah, it's not good. Uh, I, I read I'm it cool. in... Like maybe three hours, not even maybe two hours. When I was like waiting for a flight, and I would, every like new chapter I got or new like section I got to, I was like, "This is the worst written thing I've ever read." What happened?
1: Well, clearly you've never read my essays from high school.
0: Oh yes, I have.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry about that.
0: <laughs> Wait, um, how? Oh, <laughs> I got my ways. Oh shit. <laughs> um, it's just like. It's about his kids, and one of them becomes a Slytherin, and like he gets. Like, hey,
1: future weird, spoilers! Like, okay. No future spoilers. Well,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. this play is like now five years old. There's that's not future.
1: Spoilers. No, but that's what that's what we're saying for these movies, right? We're not oh, spoiling the next ones in the series. It's not a movie. <laughs> not yet.
0: I, I don't think it ever will be.
1: Oh yeah. Wow. Hey oh, Ben, no. ever is up there a thing called money?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't money. know what that is. I don't know what <laughs> and, that is. And you know, Warner Brothers does <laughs> like will you be... So <laughs> speaking of Money and Warner Brothers, this is the highest grossing film Warner Brothers has ever made. I believe it. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, I I don't know. I it was just it wasn't really well done in the universe. I think that it would probably have been better if she was more involved. But it seemed like she sure. wasn't really involved at all in writing the scripts and like they did all this like weird stuff that wouldn't have happened and then it was all about time travel. I'm like, oh come on. But on that note a theater company actually a youtuber first talked about like how he would fix the play and then a theater company actually took his idea and made another one and apparently it was amazing it was about like Harry and Hermione like uh, they had an affair and like uh, oh, yeah. he has to like kill death eaters or like de- quote unquote death eaters in front of his kid and like they have to k- kind of go through like what it was like then because it showed like him killing somebody and stuff it was apparently really good so uh, cool. if you guys ever yeah. want to look at that there's a YouTube video I think it's called How I Fixed Harry Potter and the Cursed Child.
1: Oh so I'm what you're saying those. is that uh, there's some really good fan fiction that you read and uh, we should check it out. Yes. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thought that was going to go somewhere else, didn't she, Carmen? I I
2: thought that was also going to go somewhere else. But I was- <laughs>
1: I, I
0: well, yeah, that's what she said. There's another thing in fan fiction that you should read then. It's uh, called Harry Potter and the... <laughs> Bed uh, of Drake. <laughs> was Dumbledore's Army and the Year of Darkness. It is about Neville and Dumbledore's Army and, like, what they experienced at Hogwarts while Ron, Harry, and Hermione were off adventuring.
1: Oh, cool. It's like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Sure. Actually... You know what I wouldn't mind see, seeing is a uh, Snape mo- standalone movie. Sucks that Alan Rickman is dead because that guy ruled. And also, mm-hmm. we never will never get like a Snape standalone movie where we get to see what he's doing when all this other bullshit's going on. Like it would maybe the movie would start would at the the scene when Dumbledore's she's she has his eyes and then he's like always. And that's when the movie would end and start yeah. like w- when they were kids or whatever and show more of that yeah. shit.
0: I would love to see I'd, that. Like, I'd love to see his like films about his dad and like having like their school years, like with Sirius and all of them and then like Snape being part of it and like that'd be sweet.
1: But showed through Snape's eyes. Yeah,
0: of course. I think that'd be really cool. That'd be like show such a different perspective. Yeah. Uh,
2: I I would be very much so into that.
0: Yeah. But yeah, no, uh Dumbledore's Army and the Year of Darkness definitely I, I think someone actually even created a audiobook from the fiction. Uh, The audiobook's only so-so because the guy's obviously not an audiobook actor, but it's still pretty good. Uh, I enjoyed it. I think it's probably the only thing of fanfiction I've really read about in Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, Sweet. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about the movie? Nope. Sweet. Then I'm going to talk about a couple differences that I haven't talked about already. Um, There were a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. So I'm only going to do two or three. Uh, One was, because I didn't do them actually for the last movie either, one was Peter Pettigrew not dying in the movie. Uh, In the books, Peter Pettigrew with his silver hand, he actually shows compassion to Harry because Harry saved his life. Uh, And because he showed this compassion, the silver hand that Voldemort gave him actually strangles Pettigrew to death. uh Yeah, but
2: it was That's a big deal, man.
0: Yeah, so it's really again, very graphic, but because of this, like, kind of magical bond that Dumbledore talks about, uh, because Harry saved Pettigrew's life, it created, like, kind of this bond between them, and he ended up having, like, killed himself because of this hand that Voldemort gave him. Um. Yeah. Let's see. The trio spend almost no time in the movie actually plotting to go into the Ministry, whereas in the books, they spend months <laughs> planning it. uh, Or at least, like, more than a month planning it out, uh going like doing recon and everything. I know that it would have been really boring to watch that, uh, in the movie, but I don't know. I think I've seen enough cop shows where they're just like doing surveillance in a truck to see that could working that could work. Um You don't see Remus and Tonks's kid or learn anything about Teddy Tonks, uh who is a half werewolf kid. Uh, and that Harry is actually Teddy's grandfather Or godfather, sorry um, Oh man,
1: that's has been a I would watch yeah. Teen Wizard Wolf
0: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, what about Teen Wolf Wizard?
1: Okay, yeah Let's do with that
0: uh, But like, and then in like the flash forward You actually see Teddy at the station Like sending his girlfriend off and stuff Who's actually the daughter Of Bill and Fleur Um what else is there? I talked about that one. Talked about that. Um. Oh, after Voldemort is gone, uh, wrap up is a little bit hasty. Uh, Harry. Okay, I talked about this too. Actually, offers the Elder Wand explanation to Ron, Hermione, but you don't know about uh, Shacklebolt becoming the Minister of Magic, as well as McGonagall becoming the Headmaster of Hogwarts, Neville becoming the. Uh, new herbology professor later on so they're just like these like kind of wrap-ups for all these characters that we've grown with that we don't really learn about but again i can see why they took it out just for time's sake right and i think those are the only ones i want to talk about i think there's too much to go into like every little detail and those were some of the ones that i found that were a little to the side that i haven't already talked about so you guys know what time it is right It's time to vote. Oh.
1: Vote. There
0: we go. Ready for it. The first thing of voting, as always, is the prefect or MVP for the movie. So because it's the last episode, I will go through all of them. For me, I'm going to just go left to right and then do each one of us. My prefects have been... For the first movie, Hermione Granger. Second movie was Harry Potter. The third was Sirius Black. The fourth was Neville Longbottom. The next two were Dumbledore. And then the for the last movie was Hermione Granger. Gabe had Snape. All three of the kids. Lupin, Neville, Snape, Dumbledore, and then Hermione. And then Carmen had Dumbledore, the monsters, a.k.a. Uh, the Spiders, Fox, and the Snake for Chamber of Secrets. Uh, then he had Lupin, Neville, Snape, Dumbledore, and Hermione Granger. We have agreed on multiple of these, but had been very sidetracked on others. Uh, who would you guys put as your MVP for Harry Potter and Deathly was Part 2?
2: Mine's easy, Snape.
0: Yeah, Snape. I see that coming. You had three Snapes, Gabe? You really like that character?
2: Uh, I really do. I think it's very well done. Very well done.
0: How about you, Carmen?
1: Yeah, he's got the best arc of everyone. Yeah. I Both got to go for Snape for this one.
0: Should I do too? I think that the way that he sacrificed himself and stuff, I think that doing this rewatch has actually turned me around on the movie version of Snape. Maybe not the book version, but uh, I think that his he almost has his own hero's journey, uh, not quite the same as Harry, but like this very good arc that shows his growth and everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed him. I think that, um, we, I would like Carmen was saying, I'd love to see a movie about him as a child, or as a kid going through school. Uh.
1: Yeah, like Star Wars Episode 1, but not Sucky.
0: Yeah, and not fully animated. We don't, we need some actual <laughs> yeah. backgrounds, not animated backgrounds all the time.
1: Hey, also, sidebar, do I look like I'm naked right now?
2: Yes. yes. It's kind of Yes, nice. I'm trying, I, I can't look at it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's kind of, it's kind of awkward. Uh, <laughs> I am naked. <laughs> Audience, we assume that he is wearing pants. I am not sure.
1: <laughs> Wrong. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
0: Uh, <laughs> all right. So the next we have is the villain vote. Like I said with the other one, I'm going to be going through them all. Um, in place number seven, we have the Death Eaters and the government from Deathly Hallows Part 1. We have Death Eaters and Draco from uh, The Half-Blood Prince. We have Quirrell and Back of Head Voldemort from Philosopher's Stone. We have The Dementors, The Idea of Sears Black, and Wormtail from Prisoner of Azkaban. We have Gender Norms, Death Eaters, Heteronormativity, (laughs) and Voldemort from. Which one was that one? Is that four? What was this one? Uh, Gender Norms, Death Eaters, Heteronormativity. Was that, that was four, yeah. Yeah, so that's Goblet of Fire. Then we have Lucius and Diary Voldemort, which is Chamber of Secrets. And in number one, we have Professor Umbridge and Voldemort from uh Order of the Phoenix. Where would you well who do you guys thinks that don't I I think obviously it's Voldemort? It's like full full on Voldemort.
1: Um, final boss. The final
0: yeah. there we go. Final, final boss, Voldemort. Yeah. Where would yeah, we big put battle? Final boss, Voldemort, in this list. That's tough.
1: Uh, Like I probably put him below four. Wait, what, so, what was yeah. before four?
0: Uh, so four is Dementors, uh, idea series, Black and Wormtail, and then yeah, above that. three is Gender Norms, Death Eaters, Head of Normativity, and Voldemort.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: there we go. Yeah. So you want to put him I, so below, would too. I would Low Gender Norms. Yeah, I would do that as well.
0: Yeah, I. I agree. I agree. I think that he was only okay. I think that a lot of what he did was great but no, I think that's a good place. And that is our final rankings everyone. Mm -hmm. And then lastly we have the movie vote. In number 7 we have Deathly Hallows Part 1, number 6 Philosopher's Stone, number 5 The Half-Blood Prince, number 4 The Order of the Phoenix, number 3 The Prisoner of Azkaban, number 2 Chamber of Secrets, and number 1 Goblet of Fire. Where do you guys want to put Deathly Hallows Part Two? I
1: think above the, or sorry, just below Order of Phoenix. Uh, so above was...
0: Blood Prince. Yeah. How about you, Gabe? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. I would agree. I was gonna put it. Uh, just below chamber of secrets because i think that the fight scenes were something that really elevated this like it had a lot of action but it also moved the story along pretty well as it went uh we also learned more about snape's history uh, and kind of like his motivations and really ended out this like both of his and harry's stories very well um uh, Actually, I'd almost put it above Chamber of Secrets. Uh, But it also had things like the the dragon. It had the vault, which was really sweet. Um, The battle, like, even the spider showed up in the battle, which was awesome.
1: Yeah, all right. You convinced me, Ben. Good. Excellent argument. I will concede to putting it below Chamber of Secrets, but not above Chamber of Secrets.
0: Okay. Gabe, did I convince you at all? You're right about the
2: spiders. Yeah, and the scary Kelly McDonald. Yeah. Can you uh, forgive
1: my ignorance and tell me who Kelly McDonald is? The,
2: the right actress. That was uh, the ghost. Or Helena. Helena.
1: Yeah, but what else has she been?
2: Train spotting.
1: Oh, uh-huh. I never saw that one.
2: Uh. Okay. Deadwood.
1: Uh, oh, I. I've only been to a funeral once, so I only saw it the one time.
0: Oh, Jesus. All right.
1: Uh, Rigor Mortis, am I right? Oh, my
0: God. All right. On that note... Oh, no. uh, Don't So, Gabe, would you, put it, would you put it above or below Chamber of Secrets?
2: You're saying above, or you're saying below?
0: I'm saying above. I'm okay with below, but I think that it kind of just nudges Chamber of Secrets out. Just because, like, the action was really there I
2: think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right about that. And plus, like, there, there, it, there's so much that happens and it's... Yeah. I could go above. I could yeah. do that.
0: So below Goblet a Fire? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I, I have a soft spot for Chamber of Secrets because it just got got such an eerie mood to it. it's oh, yeah. It's got, like, a cool oh, vibe. I totally get
0: it. I, Chamber of Secrets is, like, one of my favorites from this time. Um, it's good. It's good. All right. This so, one is pretty good, though. Yeah, this one's pretty good. Uh, So, we now have, in 8th place, Deathly Hell is Part 1, Philosopher's Stone in 7th, Half-Blood Prince in 6th, Order of the Phoenix 5, Prisoner of Azkaban 4, Chamber of Secrets 3, Deathly Hell is Part 2, and Goblet of Fire as our King of the Hill. Or Queen of the Hill, however you want to say it.
1: Uh, or, ruler of the Hill.
0: Uh, ruler of the Hill, there we go. Up, up. Sweet! Well... That will wrap up the Harry Potter series for the Cooperators Reviewers Couch. Uh, you can catch us on social media, uh, as well as wherever you listen to your podcasts. I have a little bit of news. We are going to be taking September off from the Cooperators Reviewers Couch. Just to give everyone a little bit of a break and are going to be coming back in October, fully rested and ready to go. Uh, in that time, I will be launching a new podcast, uh, and you can catch more information about that on social media over the next two weeks, uh, and I will be launching that the first week of September. So, you'll still get some of your couch, but it, it will only be me on it. Uh, I will be talking about some video game action. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, that sounds exciting. Mm-hmm. So, that's going to be the that next big really project. Uh, and... <laughs> Beyond that, we'd love to hear what you guys think of the show. Uh, rate, review, listen on all your podcasting services wherever you can. Uh, but we also love to know what you guys want us to talk about next. Is there a series coming out that you think might be good? Is there a movie franchise that isn't a horror movie franchise that it might be good for uh, October? Uh, oh, spooktacular! Spooktacular October with the review. I mean, what?
2: I mean, do you want to see? The live video of this? this is like, do you want to be invited
0: oh, yeah. to the Zoom chat? Uh, well, you're probably not going to get invited to the Zoom chat, but do you want to see a video of this? Do you want to see us on YouTube? Do you want to see us on other genre, like uh, streaming services like Twitch? Do you want us to do this more of a live thing? Uh, I... <laughs> or maybe not with Count Carmen talks, but you never know.
1: <laughs> uh, should I? I, I'm not putting on a shirt for that.
0: <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, in October it's gonna be a lot cooler. It. I hope.
1: <laughs> no, they're gonna turn the heat on In my so building again. Right. It's gonna be scorching. It's gonna be worse <laughs> than the summer. I'm only shirtless right now because I got a fucking sunburn that's eating my dick.
0: Um, Jesus. Um, uh, sunburn to... eating your dick. <laughs> I don't know how science works. You know, it's like. But let us know because we would love to be where you guys watch or listen to us. Um, and I think that things like live streaming this would be really fun uh and get some like audience interaction for like our final questions uh but other yeah, than we, that... w-
1: we want to reverse stalk you so like that instead of us can... following you around we're just gonna stand where you're looking and then you can you'll be looking away. at us so you're gonna make we're gonna make you stalk us by just being where you're looking
0: <laughs> okay and i think that <laughs> is it for our wrap-up um <laughs> Gabe's still thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I think Gabe's either being weird. Okay, so he's not frozen. Um, and as always, at the end of our show, we have the question of the day with Gabe. Gabe, hit us with that question.
2: Where were you the day that the dragon broke out of Gringotts?
0: At the movie theater
2: no i would be at the bank oh. getting all their shit
0: <laughs> oh jeez, because like they got disrupted so you're gonna become a bank robber gabe yes oh f- i'm
2: gonna go back to thinking
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh wait when, when does this movie take place exactly 95 or something like that
0: uh it starts in i think 89 ish around there Okay. I can't remember exactly, but it would be, I think it's around 2000 when they end.
1: All right, I was at Splashdown Water Park?
0: I would not be surprised. Um, Except it came out in winter.
1: Yeah, well, am I'm, I'm a wild one. <laughs> I'm a real wild one, baby.
0: <laughs> All right, and that is going to do it for us today, everyone. Thank you for listening, and like I said, keep an eye out for the new podcast coming out, and in October for our glorious return with the Cooperators Reviewers Couch. Chichika!